From KQED in San Francisco, this is the Writer's Block. I'm Jim Kleinman, Artistic Director of Playground. Founded in 1994, Playground is the Bay Area's leading incubator for new playwrights and plays. Missive was written by Garrett John Grunveld and was originally developed and premiered at the Best of Playground Festival in June 2002. The cast is Eric Fraser Hayes as Bobby, Jim Kleinman, director. Not a day without apples or bread. May you never go a day without apples or bread. Or a week without a letter from an inmate. A long letter on thin paper with drawn-out ramblings about what he'd do to you if he were on the outside. But, but never so scary that you'd worry what would actually happen if he actually did get out on the outside. And may your coffee always be the exact temperature you like right the moment it's poured so you drink it right away. And may pigeons never shit on your shoulder while you're walking to a job interview. And if they do, I hope they're not diseased pigeons, because that would be awful. But most of all, not a day, not a single blessed day, may you never go a day without apples or bread. The steps to my childhood home were quite steep, and they wound around the building up to the fourth story, where we all lived in a tiny brown attic room. A stove for heat and two beds, one for all us kids and one for my parents. But the stairs were dangerous, particularly in the winter, in the snowstorms, particularly after the second turn, because the wind would come off the mountain there and the railing wasn't so dependable. I mean, we fixed it since my brother Johnny had fallen to his death, but the wood steps were slippery, and you didn't want to give yourself to dependent on something that had let the family down before. And I remember my brother Johnny. We used to play knick-knack, but we didn't play it the way other kids did. We, we played it differently. Knick-knack, patty, whack! That game used to hurt. And after Johnny fell down, the money got even tighter. And then Daddy used to play knick-knack with Mommy, and then Mommy used to play it with us kids. That game really hurt. At night... I sometimes dream about working on a political campaign on election night. <laughs> and it's crazy. I mean, in real life, in, in waking life, I've never done anything like this. But here I am in the middle of it all. Phones are ringing. Bulbs are flashing. Balloons are popping. Flags are waving everywhere. And I'm sitting in the middle of the room just like one of those high-end fragrance commercials where everything is going all around the pretty model, all Blurry, and the pretty model herself is just sitting there, serene and beautiful. Except in my dream, I'm always eating this enormous roast beef sandwich and the meat all falling out. I mean, really. Now let me tell you something about myself. I like candied ginger. And I eat fish on Friday when I can I can do counter-cross-stitch when called upon. Eh, eh, once I appeared on The Tonight Show as one of those stupid man-on-the-street people. <laughs> I told him the wrong thing on purpose so I could get on camera. I have a terrific dream life. I repeat things a lot. And I'm sorry if I'm not getting through to you, but I don't feel like I'm very good with people. Particularly strangers. 
I don't feel comfortable most of the time, and I feel particularly uncomfortable when there are people in the room. I don't know how to connect with them. And I repeat stuff a lot. That's me. And it's not so much that my mother died, but she was bodily assumed into the river by my father. She was tied up in a tarp and weighted and put in the trunk and taken to the river. Daddy made me hold her feet, and I didn't really want to. And it's not so much that my father died, but my sister killed him. And I don't blame her so much at all. And this is how I got here. I remember being in the room with somebody's body, but it felt almost like I wasn't in the room. Here's how it happened. I was slipped a note while riding the bus by a man who looked surprisingly like Shanghai Kai-shek. Not that I know so well what Shanghai Kai-shek looked like, but my mind's eye said, Oh, what's Shanghai Kai-shek doing on the bus? And isn't he dead? And why is he passing me a note? So I read the note, and I looked up again, and he was gone. I went to the address on the note, and that body was there. And then the police showed up and took me away. As I got into the car, I saw the Shanghai Shek guy across the street. I'd been set up. So that's how I came to get a room at this gray bar hotel. <laughs> I didn't do it, I swear. Sometimes I dream about my brother Johnny and what we would do if he hadn't fallen. We'd go mountain climbing in the middle of winter, cross this one river. To dip your hand in is to turn it pale blue. Then through the forest and snowshoes, snow falls from the branches when we pass by like white china from a cabinet or, or cut sandbags down into the wings, then onto the rocky slope. To climb this slope is to wish for an elevator. I hate him with every step. My breath is freezing in front of me. I think he brought me here to kill me. All I can think is how unstable snow leads to avalanche. We break through the ice's hard pack, loosening as we go. I don't dare grunt when I lift and lower my legs because noise can trigger something and I could fall into things. I know how. And it's taken all my effort to be myself. We reach as high as we will go for the day, and I look around. The air, clear as vodka in a glass, nothing to be touched. I am breathless. My mouth is dry. We are the last two men in the world, empty except of sky. The sky is blue, as bright blue as his eyes. I'm about to fall. I think, why am I always falling? But he's right there, hand on my arm to catch me. And may you never have a day without apples or bread or a week without a letter from an inmate. Until next week.
To subscribe to the Writer's Block and hear more stories, kindly visit www.kqed.org slash writersblock. The Writer's Block is produced by KQED.